ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan, and today I have a very interesting uh, podcast for you guys. And it's going to be based upon movies, of course. We're going to be doing a movie review and deep dive into the Kick-Ass franchise. And I know what you're probably thinking, Logan, what is Kick-Ass? Well, Kick-Ass is a movie that came out around 2010 and Kick-Ass 2, I believe, in 2013. And these movies are basically based off of a comic book run um, where basically this boy, this guy, dresses up in high school as a superhero and beats people up with sticks. And it's it's super funny, it's gruesome, it's hilarious, and the movies also very much represent as much as the comic book did. I'm not too familiar with the comic because I didn't read it, I won't lie to you guys about that. But um, it's really interesting to kind of just see how all of that worked. But, um, so, Kick-Ass 2 versus Kick-Ass 1. Kick-Ass 1 is a really good film, okay? They establish a very well-balanced character that you can really relate to with Dave Zielinski. He basically is just a high school student who, like I said, one day buys a, you know, a a wetsuit and gets himself some batons and calls himself Kick-Ass and he's a huge comic book nerd. This is literally all of us. And throughout the movie, he comes into contact with some more superheroes as Big Daddy and Hit Girl, played by um, Grace Mortz, or Chloe Mortz. Um, And um, Big Daddy is played by... um, Oh, who the hell is it? Come on, Nicolas Cage. I, I don't know how the fuck I forgot that, but yeah. So, basically in this movie, though, they're trying to take out the Domingo crime family and um, the main mobster's son um, ends up turning into Red Mist. And essentially, he goes, you know, and tries to get Kick-Ass because apparently his father thinks that Kick-Ass is the one stealing their coke and destroying their shit and killing his men. Well, really, it's Big Daddy and Hit Girl. So basically, um, you know, there comes a point in the movie where um, Kick-Ass and Big Daddy are being beaten uh, pretty much to death, and then lit on fire, and Big Daddy dies, but before he does, he calls out comic book names as, uh, tactics of weapons, um, to use, and, uh, equipment, um, and Hit Girl, you know, ends up saying goodbye to her father, but then her and Kick-Ass go after her dad's killer, um, and ends up, killing him, but it's such a uh, simple premise, basically. But this movie, like I said, is over-the-top gory, but it's so funny. Um, The the thing with Kick-Ass 1 is it's such a well-balanced film because they they shed on the high school stuff a little bit. They have some romance in there, of course, because the first half of the movie is literally like the Sam Raimi fucking Spider-Man film. But, yeah, so with Kick-Ass 1, that basically is what ends up happening. Um, You know, he ends up, you know, having a girlfriend, being in high school, ends up having his origin story, um, and ending up, you know, having to fight um, by the end of the movie and beating the main mobster, being, I believe it's Frank D'Amico, and uh, kills him. 
and Hit Girl loses her dad. But compared to Kick-Ass 2 and Kick-Ass 1, Kick-Ass 2 really just makes no fucking sense, and there's not a lot of motivation for the heroes. Because in the first movie, right, you know, you had Dave that literally was just a comic book nerd that wanted to be a superhero, gave it up, and then decided to do it again. Um... But yeah, basically he just wanted to do the right thing. And then you had Big Daddy who was screwed over by Frank D'Amico and was sentenced to jail and ruined his life and got his daughter taken away. But eventually he got out, got to see his daughter and started planning revenge on Frank D'Amico for ruining his life. Um, so there's that. And then Hit Girl, of course, you know, follows in her dad's footsteps and is raised by him. And when he dies, it's a big moment for her because her character now, you know, is also on this revenge plot against the same man, but for different reasons. Um, but it, it's still, there are character arcs to be had in Kick-Ass 1 that made a lot of sense, uh, for the, for what the movie was trying to do. Um, but Kick-Ass 2, on the other hand, you know, this movie very much does not include a lot of Hit-Girl. It mainly revolves around a group of superheroes, um, that is formed, um, by, uh, I believe it's Captain Stars and Stripes, who I believe is played by Jim Carrey, and essentially, you know, he leads, um, these superheroes on patrols in New York City, but it's just funny, because apparently he's, like, ex-mafia or whatever, and he has this dog that bites people's dicks and stuff, it's just really fucking funny, I mean, the movie itself is just really, uh, funny, but when it comes to, down to, like, character progression, and, like, how their arcs are in the movie, it, is it just makes no sense because you know hit girl you know half of this movie you know she's just in high school she's not even doing hit girl stuff and you know yeah it just makes no fucking sense and dave keeps trying to get her to come back and be hit girl because it's who she is and you know she just keeps refusing through half the movie and dave and them you know they end up just you know fighting bad guys and stuff and then you have chris d'amico who would be uh, Frank D'Amico's son, who was also Red Miss in the previous movie, and this movie is called The Motherfucker, and literally, it's, uh, it's, it's fucking bad. Anyway, so, he ends up going after and killing off Kick-Ass's group, um, of superheroes, um, and attacking them, recruiting his own supervillains, um, and he's, like, really racist with the names and shit, but, you know, you gotta remember, this was 2013, back before cancel culture became real big, um, so Kick-Ass 2, um, for his arc, he was just a whiny fucking kid. His dad died by Kick-Ass, sure, which gives him a merit to kill Kick-Ass. But at the same fucking time, he kills his mother by, you know, short-frying the circuit board, I guess, of the hot tub, or the hot tub, the, uh, uh, tanning bed she was in, and, it, you know, it obviously murdered her. So she ends up dying, and basically he just gets this whole group of supervillains together to fight Kick-Ass, but... At the end of the day, um, there's a lesson to be learned where Dave's dad ends up getting murdered in prison because, you know, he gives himself up saying he was kick-ass and a lot of people want to kill kick-ass, obviously. So, you know, he ends up going after the motherfucker and his, you know, band of weirdos and, um... Hit Girl ends up coming with him, but the thing is, when it comes to Dave, this death sequence of his father didn't seem to 
you know, do a hell of a lot. Like when it happened, you didn't feel anything for that character moment because, you know, it's not like in Spider-Man where like Uncle Ben died and you felt like the emotional weight on the character now. This was not the same thing, right? Because like you take a look at Kick-Ass and Spider-Man. Kick-Ass does it just because he's a comic book nerd and wants to be a superhero. Spider-Man does it out of guilt. And that's one of the big... um things about you know kick ass is like there's not a big motive here and when this whole thing happens it just you don't feel anything you know there's supposed to be moments in this movie where you're supposed to feel something like the motherfucker's about to rape you know the girl that kick ass um you know has been you know banging uh called night bitch and he can't get his dick hard but in the comics it was actually his ex-girlfriend from this movie um because she ends up breaking up with him thinking he has an affair with a fucking 15-year-old ninth grader when he's a senior. And, you know, Dave obviously didn't, but they were talking about hit girl and kick-ass shit. But, so what ends up happening is, um, he, in the comics, rapes his, uh, is the girl that Kickass has a crush on, but in the movie they instead turn it into a joke. So instead of having anything serious in this movie, it's just one big joke, and that doesn't really work. You know, even in a movie that has comedy, like you know, um, like the Jump Street movies, you got to have serious moments at some point. Okay, and that's one thing I can say about Kickass that the first movie had that the second one didn't. In Kick-Ass 1, when Big Daddy died, it was an important moment, and it was a sad, tragic moment, but it also was a moment the movie needed. In Kick-Ass 2, when Dave's dad died, it you didn't get the same feeling, and on top of that, it didn't seem to drive anything for the plot either, which is a big problem when a lot of stuff is being turned in uh, into a joke inside of your film your film if you got moments like this should be hard-hitting impactful and emotional as to where they weren't so the kick-ass franchise to me is something really of an anomaly because i enjoy the first kick-ass a lot i think it's a really good film kick-ass 2 just does not live up to being a sequel to the first kick-ass because like i said number one Hit Girl's not in it a lot, and her whole arc in this movie is finding herself, which is her being Hit Girl by the end of the movie. But when it comes to Kick-Ass's side, he just seems like he's just chilling, kind of, you know? And until his dad dies, there's no motive to what he's doing, really. Like, in the beginning of the movie, he's like, yeah, I stopped being Kick-Ass, but, you know, then I was just like, oh, fuck it, you know, I just, I just want to go and be Kick-Ass again. And it's just like, because, you know, all these superheroes start coming out of nowhere inspired by him, so he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna go be a superhero, and it just, to me, it makes no fucking sense, because I'm just like, why, though? Like, it makes, the, the, the turnaround makes no sense. So, yeah, when it comes down to Kick-Ass 2 and Kick-Ass 1, it's like you have a great movie, and then you have a okay and entertaining movie. Kick-Ass 2 is not the worst film I've ever seen. It's entertaining, don't get me wrong, but it's not Kick-Ass 1. Kick-Ass 1 was a much better film than Kick-Ass 2. It, well, that's not even a hard comparison, but... Yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I had for this podcast. I, I figured I'd do something a little bit random and talk a little bit about two movies that I do enjoy, but uh, just talk about the series a little bit, um, because it, I just I just kind of wanted to, you know? There's going to be more podcasts like this, too, where I kind of just come out of nowhere and start talking about, like, some old movies or whatever, because there are a lot of old movies, I think, that we need to talk about, and especially with Halloween Kills going to be coming out this year, Gotta talk about the Halloween films, of course, the closer we get to that, but... 
yeah, so just keep an eye out for these random podcasts when they do come. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll catch you all in the next one.